Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is on here, and I am excited to welcome you to another installment of Moore's Ark, where you know that God dwells, Jesus reigns, the Holy Spirit guides, and we live in the agape. <laughs> oh my God, God is such a great God. He's an awesome God. He's a wonderful God, and he is greatly to be praised. I wanted to bring a word to you all uh, that God has been pressing upon my heart, and I pray that it motivates some and, and elevates others and it helps us to live the life that God has intended that we shall live. Today, I want to speak on God shall provide. God shall provide. He has given us a, a commission to do. He has given us a mandate in the earth and we have to trust that God shall provide. I'm going to be coming today out of the book of Jude. Uh, and for those of you who are listening and you have listened before, I'm telling you, I tried to, to teach in a study so that you all can fast forward, uh, back up and whatever you need to do to get you there. So I am giving you a fair warning. I will be reading the word. I will be reading the word because I believe that oftentimes uh, when we get these scripture references, we don't go back and actually read the word. <laughs> uh, sometimes, some of us, and I'm not speaking to everyone, but for the sake of this message being delivered to all verses one, uh, I will be reading the word and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide and have full control, full reign over this study. I pray that you receive something, but I invite you to come along uh, with me as I go on this journey of learning. Amen. All right. Love you all. Let's get started. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. As I mentioned, we're going to get into the book of Jude, and, and we want to see how God is going to provide. But I just want to share a little bit, uh, give my testimony and share uh, as to what God is doing. I share with some of you all that I am moving forward with the charge that God has given me uh, to plant uh, a church plant. I am, I am working uh, towards a church plant, have not yet decided where we will be located, uh, but I am recruiting. <laughs> I am recruiting. I am looking for willing workers, willing workers who will come alongside the vision uh, that God has given me uh, for the body of Christ in this season. Uh, he has sent me as a reformer. I am here to reform and, and to ensure that we as the church, as the bride, as the body of Christ, that we reflect what Christ expects and his expectations uh, for us. So I am looking for a few good men and women, children, <laughs> oh, to come alongside of me. We've got some work to do, but I'm excited to say that the ministry or the church has been 
um, acknowledged and, and registered uh, with the state of Ohio. We are working towards uh, building out and, and getting the infrastructure uh, so that we are federally recognized. Uh, but the church is, um, it is life path, uh, apostolic agape house of prayer. Let me say that again because I feel good when I say it. Life path, apostolic, agape, house of prayer. And if you notice, in the name of the church, we have embodied our mission statement. (laughs) The vision of the ministry and what we have been called to do. We are the life path. We are the path to life that Christ has commissioned us to be uh, to the people in the community because we know that Jesus is the way, he is the truth, he is the light, and he will light our path. Amen? Uh, So light path, apostolic. We have an apostolic uh, mandate on our lives to go and preach the gospel and to disciple God has called us to do these things and and do it in love, in agape, in the unconditional love of Jesus Christ, the love that he has shown us, the love that he has given us. And I thank God for it. And house of prayer, my God, if we ain't meant to do nothing else (laughs) in the body of Christ, we are meant to pray. We are meant to pray, not just our own individual prayers and individual relationship with Christ, but we are meant to cover the earth, to be that pillar in the community that will bring forth prayer and to do what God has called us to do. So anyway, I am continuing with the journey. I've recruited a few. Uh, I will be having meetings uh, here very soon so that we can uh, get started Uh, But I'm excited. I'm excited. We will be like none other. And I feel like God is pressing upon my heart uh, for uh, the regular uh, meetings. And I I won't go into all of that because sometimes I like to get into details. And and God ain't solidified it yet. (laughs) That's just like some of my projects sometimes. I meet with the stakeholders and I get some details around what their requirements are and their uh, success criteria. And and I go and I want to I get so excited. I want to share it with others. And then they turn around and, and, and change or maybe I didn't completely understand. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to hold some of these close uh, to the chest and, and not uh, uh, share right now, but but I'm hearing from God. I, I tell you, I tell you, I am hearing from God, and He is doing a great thing. But y'all better believe, ah, that the enemy is upset. He's mad. He's so mad. He's so mad. And it's funny because whenever God has uh, positioned me to do for the kingdom. And not just the kingdom, more specifically concerning the family, because I believe, I really believe this, y'all. And if I'm wrong, God will correct me. But I believe that this ministry, this ministry was um, born or birthed 
to benefit the family, that the family becomes the first partakers. And let me be very clear about what I mean. I'm talking about the bloodline. I'm talking about those who are related to me, either by blood or through marriage. I believe it. I have to call it like I see it, and it ain't about me. I'm telling you the truth because if the truth be told, I've suffered so much rejection and so much pain and hurt from the family that in this assignment, I'd rather just turn my back and say, God, let them have at it. Uh, But anyway, I know, I know, I know, I know that God has called me uh, uh, to bless the family, that they become the first partakers of the blessings that that are sprung forth from the anointing that he has allowed and permitted uh, through this ministry. But there are going to be some, even in the masses, that will not partake, that will not yield or reap the benefit from. Amen. Uh, so, so I get it. I get it. We saw it play out. <laughs> we already saw it play out so many times through the Old Testament, old straight down to the new. Uh, so, so it's not anything that is that is new. But I got to say what I got to say, and I got to do what God has called me to do. Now, am I doing it perfectly? Absolutely not. And I, I and I pray. I just want to pause right here and say for those that I may have hurt or offended, I am truly sorry. I promise you, I'm I'm truly sorry. I'm, I love people and I am an exalter of people. If you all have ever noticed anything about prophetess, is that I exalt people. That is, that's my thing. <laughs> that is my gift. God has given me the gift of love, to love and encourage people. So when I'm doing anything contrary to that, that is outside of my character and it stretches me. It stretches me. Uh, uh, it's, it's not natural. It's not normal. It don't mean I don't do it well. It just means that it is not the core of who I am. So it drains me. It fuels me to love. It drains me uh, to, to, uh, and I'm not going to say hate because I don't hate anyone, but to, to, you know, to fight or to have conflict. It is very, very draining because I know that God has sent me to exalt his people. But I know that because of the ignorance, and when I say ignorance, I mean lack of knowing of people, lack of understanding of who I am and who God has called me to be, will cause them to allow themselves to be weapons of the enemy's warfare against me. And sometimes, I'm telling you the truth, I get in my flesh. I get all the way in there. And I've told you all before, uh, when it comes to me, I'm, I'm probably the sweetest thing, you know, this side of the sun most of the times, <laughs> most of the times. But there are certain things that are triggers. I say, Lord, that's that's my limp. You know, I used to say it's my uh, kryptonite, uh, but I don't have any strength or power within myself. But there are certain triggers and in, in around my family, baby, I'm telling you. I'm reminded um, one of my girlfriends when I was going through a situation uh, with one of my children 
And boy, I got fighting mad. I'm talking about homicidal mad. <laughs> like I will, I will uh, help you to get to your salvation before I send you on. But anyway, oh, that was inappropriate. But anyway, I was so mad uh, at this situation, and and I was so frustrated and and got beside myself. And I was talking to one of my girlfriends, and I was sharing with her how disappointed I was because I knew that with this person I needed to represent Christ. And and I I positioned myself as a minister uh, when, when the situation first came up. But I'm telling you, I ran through that person's house. I'm talking about ran through it. I told y'all my daddy is butch uh, and, and, and my father, it's Jesus. God is my, is my father, but butch is my natural father. But I ran into that lady's house uh, and I'm talking about cussing up a storm, ready to fight, about to blow up everything. And I was so embarrassed after everything had happened. Uh, but I was so upset, you know, because my baby had ran away and, and this lady was harboring her. And, you know, some of, some of that Abington was coming out of me. But uh, anyway, she said, she said, <laughs> she was wrong. My girlfriend was wrong. She said, she told me, she said, baby, what you did, you got from your father. And she wasn't talking about Butch. She said, if you think about it, she said, God came all the way down from heaven and went straight into hell. And he wore on behalf of those that he loved. I said, come on now. <laughs> I felt better for a minute, but that's just because of her sweet, sweet spirit. But I knew I was wrong. So anyway, that is just to help you all understand that prophetess is not perfect. But through Christ and your prayers, trust me, I need your prayers. I'm, I promise you, I need your prayers. If you got to give me judgment, bring it on because I believe that iron sharpeneth iron. So help me to stay straight. But I definitely need your prayers because the enemy will attack. And the greatest thing that he would love to do is to push me out of position that you would not receive what God has for you. So pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Anyway, so back to my flesh and the pattern of the enemy. What he does is he will come through attack in those areas that are triggers. And those areas are, <laughs> hands down, without a doubt, my husband, don't come messing with my man, <laughs> and my children, and, and nowadays, my grandbabies. So the enemy knows that. And so every time God is about to elevate and every time that I have moved, I'm talking about I even can move an inch forward with what God has called me to do in the family. These same demons, same demons come the same way. And the reason that I recognize them as demons is because I'm not even acknowledging the people in the flesh. Because it's although it's, it's the same folk, in the flesh, the same couple of individuals, 
that allow the enemy to use them. I know that it is because they are in a sunken place of 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 being in need of deliverance. They need to be delivered. They need to be delivered because if you think that I am your enemy when I am truly an ally, good, bad, or indifferent, perfect, or or, or uh, uh, flawed, or whatever, I am an ally, and my love for you causes me to want to see you at your best. Now, am I saying that I have the, the you know, most charismatic personality? Absolutely not. Sometimes I... I, I may not even be the most engaging person to to relate to you, you know. So there's certain attributes or contributions that I have for your life or for the lives of the family members. At least, if nothing else, I can listen. And if I'm not listening, if nothing else, I can pray. <laughs> so those couple of things right there are assets that I bring. But what irritates me Uh, more than anything, is that people look at me as a means to an end versus someone that they want to gather a relationship with. They see me as somebody that they can get something out of, and it's not missed. I don't miss that in the way that people treat me or the way that people act. I don't hold it against you, but sometimes it does irritate me and it will manifest through, you know, my behaviors or or how I distance myself and things like that. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> Here I am, minding my own God business and doing what God has called me to do. And here comes the enemy messing with my babies, wanting to... Uh, Uh, judge my household and the things that go on in my home when, baby, I'm telling you, we all need to focus on our own. We need to just look at our unit and get it together. I said before a couple of weeks ago, you know, sometimes I don't know what people say about me behind my back. Sometimes I don't know. But sometimes, and and I'm going to say probably most of the times, stuff get back to me for whatever reason, just because people want me to know uh, what people are saying about me and and doing. And, And sometimes I appreciate it. Other times I'll be like, uh, I could have went on without knowing that. But anyway, a lot of times things come to me uh, that people say, and I share it with you all, I was brought to my attention. Folk thought that I, I personally put myself on a pedestal. And I'm like, people really don't know me because I am probably the most humble uh, person that you will ever, ever meet. Now, the fact that that I may excel in certain things or I may do things in a spirit of excellence, that is because that is how I was reared. My father raised us, my father and my mother, let me be clear, because I notice a lot of times with us Courtney kids, we say, our daddy, our daddy, but my mother was very instrumental uh, in, in our development and in cultivating the people that we are today. It's just from which I come from. Y'all better meet some other Courtney's. These some bad mama jammas. And 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 they're very uh 
intelligent, astute. I mean, I'm telling you, we we just come from that kind of stock and we do things, uh, we attempt to do things in excellence and and not to mean that I excel at everything because I'm telling you, math, science, you know, technology, Robert is still, you know, trying to get to where I need to be. As a matter of fact, intellectually, I am extremely simple-minded. I I shared that one time before, but God has positioned me over the years to be able to excel. And I I don't have, uh, what what they call it? Um, survivor's remorse. I, I don't have it. I don't have that. I don't regret that God has brought us to a place of uh, prosperity because I know what it's like to struggle. And see, folk don't know my story, but they want to always judge. And, and, and I feel like it was my mistake by allowing certain people in my inner circle, and I didn't vet them. I just let them in because of their, their office or relationship in the family. I let them in. And now they go around spreading lies about my character and about who I am. And these things are not true. But it's easy for people to accept it or to receive it as such because they hate They hate to see my family excel, so they want to poke holes in our armor, and they want to poke holes into our foundation. But baby, when I tell you that the success of my family, if you want to know the secrets to our success, if you want to get to the nuggets of why we excel to the level that we do, you would have to understand that it is in our weakness that we maintain or gain our strength. (laughs) I'm telling you, the enemy got folks so screwed up and so backwards. It is in our weakness. In the fact that here I am, uh, the the simplest of the simple-minded, excelling in areas that I never could have imagined possible. With children who are who are living, doing whatever they want to do, but yet I am trusting God to bring them out, going through the same situation and circumstances as other people. And, and what bothers me so much is when it was your time, I was applauding, I was celebrating, I was thanking God, I was praying, I was, and, I'm, and when I tell you I pray for the family. I promise you, I pray for each and every one of you. And I pray with sincerity and earnest belief that God will bring you out. And when I see you prevailing and excelling, I ask God to continue to cover you. When I see that you have fallen or that you are on hard times, I ask God to elevate you. See, I'm not the same as a lot of people. I don't get joy out of seeing other people uh, suffering. I don't, I don't, I don't get that type of joy. If I am discussing your downfall, it is for the purpose of understanding. I am seeking to understand so that I can pray. So that I can pray. And I say, I believe it. 
I believe it and I know it to be true that I am the chief intercessor of this family. I don't say it with any pride or ego. I say it as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. Now, there have been seasons in my life when I was less mature or immature in my faith where I knew that God would have me pray and I'd just be like, Lord, I can't, I can't, look, mm-mm, I, I can't. But God had to deal with me and get me out of my flesh and help me to understand when, when they start cutting up, them the ones you, you really need to pray for. But anyway, over the last week or so, um, something was brought to my attention with folk just sitting around talking about my family and my husband and I um, uh, have a son. And our son decided he wanted to leave, you know, when he left. And, and he went outside of the home and he is sharing his perspective of how he thinks things happen under our roof, which is okay. Because trust me, you ain't the first and baby, let me help you. You ain't going to be the last because I was the same with my parents when I, when I was younger. I didn't understand and I rebelled against their authority. And I'm not saying that I did everything perfect or my husband did, nor am I saying that my parents were. But what I'm saying is that any and everything that we have done, it has been done out of love. And it has been done out of, sometimes out of fear, just to be honest, because we didn't want our children to fall subject to the things that we saw around us. And so all of the decisions that we may have made may not have been the best, but it was with the best intentions. I tell people now, especially my children, when given an opportunity that that my actions towards you may not have been the best, but my love for you is. My love for you is, I'm, I'm just simply human. But anyway, apparently they were sitting around gossiping like they do. And, and I'm telling you for the life of me, please, y'all, please develop a real relationship with each other. That your relationship ain't fueled off of y'all coming together and talking about other folk. Because to, to believe you me, believe you me, the ones that spend the most time gossiping and putting folks down are the ones that lives are the most jacked up. And I'm just being honest. I'm telling you the truth. Everything that these people have put their mouth on concerning my life, God has ensured that they don't have it. Y'all dog my marriage out. You talked about my marriage. Now let me be very, very clear. Regardless of what you see, what you think you know, and what you don't understand, I love this man and he loves me. <laughs> now we we give each other a run for our money, but we love each other and I love him. And no matter what, I am so grateful for the years that we have had together. It has been 30 years, my husband and I have been married 19. And of those years, these same individuals have come against my marriage and never been married. Never been able to hold on to a relationship. Now, here's the thing. You would say, oh, well, you just in a relationship, but are you happy? I ain't always happy. 
<laughs> I'm just being real. We have been through some struggles, but one thing that I am, I'm at peace with a partner and a friend. Someone that I know that even though we irritate the mess out of each other sometimes, and I, I heard somebody make a comment about the fact that my husband and I don't sleep in the same room. Come on now. Come on. You under my roof. But here's the thing. <laughs> Y'all better try it. Y'all better. It's the greatest thing ever. You get your space, he get his space. Y'all come together and be good friends. And even more, if you understand. But, uh, yeah. And see, here I go. Lord, forgive me. But you you have people who don't have genuine, authentic relationships and love for each other. So they spend their time discussing you and what they feel is your demise. Shut your mouth up. Shut your mouth before God permanently shut your mouth. Now, he could do it one of two ways. It's up to him. This is God's business and not mine. But I saw it happen with Saul. Before he became Paul, when God shut his mouth, he was persecuting the Christians. He had all this kind of stuff to say. God said, I'm I'm about sick of you. That's my words. He said, I'm going to show you something. Let me first make you blind so you can really see. Y'all better stop playing with folk. Just stop, because I would never go against what God <coughs> is doing. I would, I, I would not. Some of you all don't have a fear of God, and it's not a fear of dawn, because I'm subject to the same governance. I promise you, I promise you, God deals with me immediately. Some of y'all get to get to go on and do whatever you want to do. It's just like in my physical, you know, in my natural relationship with my daddy. I, boy, I'm telling you, it seemed like I couldn't get away with nothing. He was watching me like a hawk. One, because I wasn't slick. You know, that was part of why I couldn't get away with it. I tried to do stuff and pretty much tell on myself with the way I did it. But I couldn't get away with nothing. I'm telling you the truth. And the same thing about God. He's not going to change for me. He ain't going to change for you. And we are governed by the same standards. And sometimes when I do stuff that I know God said, shut shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm going to shut it down. (laughs) And he'll shut it down. Because my rebellious state say, no, I got, I just got to say one more word. So, so keep your, keep your mouth to yourself. <clears throat> my mama used to say, keep your hands to yourself. You be sitting in the back of my daddy station wagon, just hitting each other for no reason. <laughs> just crazy. As kids, hitting each other. I'm going to say, keep your hands to yourself. Keep your mouth to yourself. If you can't help, don't you be the one to try to destroy 
and then turn around and lie. You <laughs> you wanna you wanna throw the rock and hide your hands, and then when you get challenged about that behavior, then you wanna play the victim. I told him, I said, I feel like that's just, you know, it's 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 retarded that you continue to try to bring someone down on stuff you know nothing about. You weren't there. You weren't in my home. You didn't walk alongside me as I raised my children. And for this child in particular, I never, ever, ever heard any of the, all of you ever try to do anything to help. But now you want to get on the bandwagon of gossip. And so what wound up happening, my daughter had to check them and help them. And so I turned around and had to help them even more. And the enemy thought he was going to bring that mess in my house. I said, not this time. Uh Uh-uh, I shut it all the way down. Because I know and understand the closer I get to this brick and mortar church, that God has told me we are in the end times. You are an end time revivalist. I need you because I trust you, not because you're perfect. I need you because I trust you to reform and to bring my church to the state that it needs to be. The souls are saved. People are discipled. And that we are meeting the needs of the earth. And the closer I get there, the enemy want to play the same old game. I'm just telling y'all, because I know some folk come over here and they listen just to hear. (laughs) They don't listen to receive, to get anything. They just want to hear so they can go run back and and have the conversation. Well, keep on listening. Keep on listening, because I'm going to tell you something now. There's something about the sound. Ah, shekabasa. The sound of the Holy Ghost. That even though I am articulating words, there is an anointing that will hit the spirit that is inside of you. And those words will touch you in such a way that will convict you to deliverance. And notice I said convict, not condemn. Because God is not in the condemning business. He comes to convict you. All right. I done spent half of my time dealing with this. I didn't even think I was going to go down this path, but y'all know. I ought to know. (laughs) But the closer we get, the closer we get. And I'm telling you, that demon gets real mad. Anytime I directly engage with the family. And the reason I know that it is because of that is because God is God will bring breakthrough. Trust me. Trust me and believe that deliverance comes by love. And the love and the unconditional love that I have for people will bring forth healing. When Jesus said that we have the power and the authority to heal, he said that we will heal the sick 
healed the blind, the broken hearted, the downtrodden, that it comes with love. Sometimes there's a healing touch and a hug. Sometimes there's a healing touch and a word of encouragement. Sometimes there's a healing touch and exhortation. Trust and believe God sent me with a purpose. And I am putting you on notice. Every demon that has set itself against the call that God has placed on my life, not just for the church, not just for the ministry, but for the family. I serve you notice today that calamity uh, uh, catastrophic events turmoil anything that you have uh, spoken word curses anything that you have directed in my way it will boomerang or ricochet (laughs) and return back to sender. Let me be clear. Calamity, catastrophic events, anything that you have declared over my life, over my ministry, over my family, it will boomerang. See, this is why people don't understand why I pray for their success. Why I pray that things are are peaceful in their lives. Why I pray for them and not against them. Because I understand spiritual warfare. And I know the difference. Y'all sit up in your little uh, uh, circles of hate. And have these inappropriate conversations. <laughs> you better elevate your thinking. Y'all better welcome somebody in to your little circle with common sense. Because enough is enough. The enemy has separated you long enough from your deliverance. I promise you. I promise you, it is a it is a smokescreen, a facade that the enemy wants you to align with. I look, <laughs> and I'm gonna say these couple of things, then I'm gonna get on to the word because I got to get to the word. But I was I was hurt maybe a week or so ago. I, my mom had texted me and told me that one of my little cousins had. Uh, given birth and had a little girl and I was just so happy for her because I knew she had a little boy and and I knew that she had wanted children so I'm about to just you know just encourage her and I'm excited and and I don't have any direct means of communicating with her other than Facebook and so I went to Facebook and I realized I said oh oh she unfriended me and let me be clear, I don't get offended because I will I will unfriend, block. I, I'm the queen of it. I do it quick because, you know, oftentimes it's just like, nah, uh-uh. But I do it with the cause or with the purpose. I just don't arbitrarily do it. But I looked and I said, oh, and here's someone I've, I've never done anything to. 
never. And so I I knew at the time, I'm like, oh, so she gonna say she didn't she didn't unfriend me. But you have to in order for us to be disconnected, you know. And so I I know that in the family there have been tensions and some contention. And I've I've always felt that this side of the family uh, never bore any type of loyalty to me, right? They they saw me as the outcast, the black sheep, and anything that happened to me was fair game, and it was okay. I, I you know, I'm not going to go into some things because some people don't know everything, so I'm not going to go into some things. But anyway, it's a few family members in particular that I felt were very disloyal. And uh, I began to distance myself from them because of the pain of, of dealing with them. And so I can't even remember what may have happened. But the last time I had to tell them, like, uh-uh, no, no. We, we not the ones over here. You know, y'all don't want to be bothered. I'm cool with that. You live your life, I live my life. And so I began to see other family members distance themselves. And so I was okay with that too. And so finally, when I went to reach out to this family member, to this cousin, and I realized she unfriended me, I said, oh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna distance from all the whole lot of you. Because you've done nothing but, you know, you and and I love I love the family dynamic that you all have, loyalty and commitment to each other. I love that. Trust me, that's how it ought to be. But the fact that you have placed me on the outside and having not had any issue with this person ever, except I've I've loved on you, and you know for the most part for a season, took care of you, you know, and, and, and things like that. But, and saw you as someone that I revered and would, would do anything for. But so I said, no, uh uh-uh. I know that I have to be focused on what God has called me to do. And you all are a distraction. Your, your ways and your, you know, that, that ganging up and, you know, isolation and reject. Yeah, uh-uh. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rid myself of that. And, and, and I had to do it. I had to purge out on, on the other side of the family too. I had to just purge. It was just a lot of evil, evil, negative attack during a time that, we should have been coming together but they wanted to pick on me <laughs> not uh uh-uh. uh so i had to purge them out it's a purging season but when i tell you that god intent is that the family hold tight and hold together And to that end, we are to be one another's keeper and not, you know, like Cain and Abel, 
We ain't supposed to be killing our brother and the sister by our words and killing and assassinating their character by trying to drag them. Mm-mm. We're supposed to uplift and bring each other together. And for each and every person that I purged out, the doors are open. The doors are open because I will never, ever just cut you off completely. But what what we will have are the boundaries, are the boundaries. But anyway, I felt like I wanted to address that too because I know y'all listening. I know y'all listening. Help, don't hurt. That's all I'm saying. My, my mind is not like everybody. I'm not trying to build a platform. I don't care about the platforms. I don't care about uh, a lot of the things that other people think about. I don't. I promise you. There's nothing that a platform can do for me. What I care about are the souls of the people that God send along my path, whether they're family members physically or family members in the kingdom. I'm not trying to build up my brand. I'm not trying to bring, you know, notoriety to what I do to boost my ego or to uh, uh, increase my bank account. Mm -mm. No, absolutely not. We good over here. I'm grateful for all of the blessings of God. I know that he is the source of my supply. And that frees me. That gives me the liberty and the freedom. to carry out the call that he has placed on my life. All right, so I done got too deep into something I wasn't coming on here to talk about. But let's get into the word. Let's get into Jude. I'm going to give y'all a few minutes to get yourselves together, and we're going to get into this word. Amen. Amen. 